Good morning, everyone. I have with me this morning Huna Totem President and CEO Russell Dick and VP Mickey Richardson. Good morning, you two. Good morning. Kevin, thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. Now, take a moment to talk about Huna Totem and its relation to Juno. What, what's bringing you guys here? Well, Huna Totem has always been a part of Juno. We've, our headquarters are here in Juno. We have a third of our shareholder base lives here in Juno. Um, a third lives in Huna, and a third lives in, in other places across Alaska and the United States. But since I've been on the board in 2002, we've been here. Um, we have a number of employees that live here in Juno, and we've just we've always been a part of this community and, and felt like it was part of our family. And could you give us a recap on how Huna Totem received this, uh, this property, this waterfront property from NCL? When did the planning start? Well, I think the RFP process started well over a year ago um, with when Norwegian acquired the property from the Mental Health Trust. And as, as you know, we've, we've been partners with Norwegian at IC Straight Point um, since 2018. I think we've created a, a good relationship with them. We really understand what their expectations are, um, how they want to partner with communities, the things that are important to them. Um, culture is very, very important to them. Integration with the community is very important to them. They've done an exceptional job in HUNA in partnering with the community, partnering with us as an organization. Uh, I think as you've seen their progress through the, the presentation of what they expected the property to be um, for quite some time, uh, they, they wanted to be sure that it integrated well into the community of Juno as, as well. Um, and so when they came out with the RFP process, uh, we were ex excited. Um, we feel like we've created a world-class destination in Icy Strait Point, which encompass a lot of the same values. And we just thought that, you know, through that partnership and what we've experienced in our expertise, we thought we could bring a pretty good turnkey solution to, to Juno as well and integrate the same types of values um, into the community. Now, when you were donated the property, was that a surprise? Big surprise. Yeah, I mean, surprise. <laughs> it was a, it was a pretty, pretty good day. Yeah, we, you know, we presented our, our plan, um, and, and our plan, again, didn't include just building a dock. We're just not into building docks. We're into building destinations and destinations that mean something to the community that we operate in. Um, and so we put together a pretty turnkey solution that included development, design, engineering, construction, operation of the facility once once it was done, and, and we presented that to Norwegian. Um, you know, they went through their own process and we thought we had a pretty good chance to get the project and uh, they let us know we were going to get the project, but that they also um, wanted to donate the property to us as well. And I think that's that goes to, to who NCL is, you know, and, and their values. Again, being part of the community, I know from Frank Del Rio on down, um, their view is that infrastructure, cruise infrastructure in Alaska should belong to Alaskans. Um, and property like this that has a cultural and a historic value um, and relevance to this community and, for example, the Aquan people um, should, should sit within ownership um, in Alaska and in southeast Alaska. How do you see the cultural component coming into to, uh, tour offerings? Yeah, well, you know, at Icy Strait Point, we always, regardless of what we do, integrate some form of cultural element and I recently heard a presentation about living culture, and that's really what we try to do every day is to share the living culture 
through the guest experience. And that not just in tour operation, but that also means in the development design of Auck Landing here in Juneau, really telling the story of Alaska and Juneau's unique cultural history through art and design. So as you've seen in our presentation, from the minute you walk off the, the ship and onto the trussel, you're walking into the story of Juneau. And that's really, really important to us as we build out this project. So for those who may not have seen the presentation, I guess it's a little hard to give folks an image here, but what, what tell us about the Auk Landing. What, you mentioned the Thussel. Just flesh yeah, yeah. that out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So we have a, a very a very unique uh, curved trussel concept. Um, and as I said, we wanted to utilize every open space as design space for art, for art that could be created through the development process of opening the facility, but also spaces for the future um, to share, share art. But we came up with this really curved trussel idea, and we really love it because obviously when guests come off a ship, normally they're walking up the ramp and they're looking at the back of someone's head. And as they look up the back of someone's head, they're confused about where they want to go. So having this curved approach allows people a line of sight of where they want to go and also creates really the spirit of exploration. And when you come to Alaska, it's a destination that you want to explore. We wanted to try to capture that from the minute they walk off the ship. So the trestle curves up and around the bow of the ship and then curves back into the facility and it always gives the visitor a sense of where they're going and what they want to see. We also have moved that uh, trestle from the sea level all the way up to the 45-foot level of the facility. So we're separating the pedestrian and vehicle traffic from the minute they walk off the ship so that we can easily move guests to where they want to go and try to remove as much as we can the confusion about where they're, they're going to end up as they move off the ship and just create a much better visitor experience here in Juneau. Now, like you said, you weren't really exactly in the dock business. You were in the destination business. So what, what are the tourists? What's their destination when they walk off the dock? Yeah, so we've really tried to maximize that uh, 2.9 acres and pack it full and try to meet the challenges uh, and also the beauty of the property, meaning that we looked at a tri-level experience. So you have the seawalk, beautiful seawalk experience on that first level with restaurant and retail experience you go up to the next level at the 45 foot level and that's where we start the the park experience so we have a visitor welcome center cultural engagement at the top and it slopes from the front of the property which i'm going to call the front the water side and slopes all the way to the back side which is egan so we have this beautiful one acre park that slopes from that 45 foot all the way down to egan sidewalks uh, we've integrated entertainment space there so we have a built-in sound and power and lights and we really feel like that space will be where the community will meet and then of course we have this beautiful retail space along the corner of egan and Re uh, e egan and whittier mm -hmm. and we we also think that that's a really cool spot for maybe an international bistro uh, yep. place a cafe people come throughout the day maybe it's the late night hangout spot with great desserts uh, but that also then connects people into the park. We have escalators and elevators that move them up to that 45-foot level. And then underneath of all that is where we, we have busing. So we're moving guests. We have more than uh, 20, uh, 24 bus stalls right now in the current design. And then additional 100 car parking spaces that are separate, a two-level car park space that moves from the 25 and 35-foot level 
And then we've also striped the parking lot for off-season, which gives us more than 150 car spaces. But that's all hidden below, so we would call that indoor parking. Uh, as oh, part so of th- this will be parking sufficient in itself. Y- yes, yes. Yeah. So it's uh, park with parking below. So park, 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 <laughs> park with parking below. Yeah, so um, – but. Right. But I, I think uh, it really is a world-class experience, and we are excited also to be open year-round and to attract restaurants and businesses that uh, want to be open year-round and that appeal, have that cross-appeal to the, the, the traveler, but also to Juno and people that live here. Now, when NCL had uh, the ownership over this property, they had shared some plans with it. Uh, tell us how the design had evolved. Is, was this concept you have right now totally yours or was it some of NCL's? Yeah, so we really started out with with five criteria uh, to build and design this and we did that just internally but one of the things that we did do was to take, NCL did quite a bit of listening to the community and we tried to take those listening and learnings that they had done and integrate that into the overall design for the space. So, for example, the park was part of that. Um, Underground parking and how we support parking on the site was part of that. Um, And then also having a space available, which we are terming now as flex space, that can be uh, something for for the future uh, of Juno and what Juno, uh, as we look forward ahead, have a platform or what we like to call a had a pedestal that's ready to build the easiest spot to to future development in Juno, and so all of that went into the design and of course um, then we came up with some other cool things you know the integration of the culture uh, the the curved trussel um, the expansion of the seawalk all of that was was part of our original plan well, we're going to take a quick break and ask about the timeline after the break and we're back with members of Huna totem uh, that's President and CEO Russell Dick and Vice President of Marketing, right, Mickey? Yeah, and everything creative. And everything creative. <laughs> now, tell me through the phases. You you have a multi-phased process here for development of this property. Uh, take me through some of those phases and when you hope to have them completed. So I, I think the easy answer, Kevin, is that we really want to be ready for business on the season of May of 2025. That's our, that's our goal. Um, we do have, in the project, we show multiple phases, but really I would like to say that we're going to move qu- as quickly as possible to get phase one, which of course is going to be the, the Seawalk, the infrastructure for food and beverage retail experience, uh, 10,000 square feet up top and hoping to expand that before even before opening 2025. And then we have what I like to refer to as the future phase, which is that corner of Egan and Whittier that sits up on that park level which is uh, 30,000 square feet um, of additional space that could be developed for, for, future, uh, for the future of Juno. But the core of what we're trying to build, including the parking, will be open for the 2025 season. Now, I remember in the release initially about this land donation that uh, NCL will be receiving preferential berthing. Could you explain that a little bit? Sure. Um, you know, so as part of the arrangement, uh, the partnership with Norwegian, they will get preferential berthing, and that essentially means in their planning of itineraries over a one, two, three-year period, they're going to set out certain days that they're going to be here in Juneau, and they have rights to those days. And, and so once we get those days set, we're free to market the use of that dock and facility uh, to other cruise lines. 
And so by 2025, that's that's when it's ready. That's when the ships will be coming into the sea walk and they'll be walking up that that uh, that skywalk. The skywalk will be open for business. It will be a great day. Okay. Now, talk to me about the public participation you're you're hoping to do with this project. You mentioned phase three is the part where it's a little open-ended at the moment. Yeah, I, I think there's, you know, the out, Norwegians did a great job in their public outreach and discussing different ideas. And there were a number of ideas out there. Um, for us, we're trying to get our arms around what those ideas are, re-engage with the public just to get a sense of where where the interest really lies. You hear things about conference centers. We've heard things about childcare, um, housing, ocean center. Uh, we've had conversations with other groups. Um, you know, we're looking to partner with Gold Belt as well on the project. Uh, so we've had conversations with them and Sea Alaska Heritage Institute about some type of science and cultural center that might be integrated into that as as well. And so you know, for us, we want we want to get a sense of what the community is thinking. Um, and what the best use of that property will be, recognizing, again, that it's only 2.9 acres and we can't be all things to all people. Really using all of that 2.9. Now, what is the currently estimated budget for some of this development here? Like, just getting it to operation? More than it was last year. (laughs) Significantly more than it was a couple of years ago. I I, I think suffice it to say that it's it's a very big investment. Um, but, but we're excited about the fact that it will be an iconic destination in Alaska. It'll be a world-class destination and that's our expectation. And that fits within kind of our values and and how we want people to experience Alaska. Very good. Well, I know this is not the first time you've been on the program because there's been other announcements you've been making as well up there in Whittier, also some acquisition down there in Washington. Tell us about how Juno's fitting into your network here. Well, Juneau, the capital city of Alaska. I mean, it's, you know, it gets the greatest number of passengers, the greatest number of ships, and uh, people want to see Juneau when, when they come into Alaska. But, you know, as we look about at the, what we call the, the tourism, the Alaska Native Tourism Network, it's a recognition of the fact that when people get off any particular destination in Alaska, they don't really understand the history and the land that they're walking on. And our, our idea behind this is to not necessarily have influence, but have an imprint on the type of experience that a guest gets when they come to Alaska. From the minute they get to Washington, if not before, um, their experience, their journey up through the Inside Passage to Ward Cove or Ketchikan to Juneau to Icy Strait Point, Sitka, Skagway, Haines, all the way up to Whittier. And so, you know, the only way you can do that is if you have a presence in there somehow. And that was part of our acquisition with Alaska Coach through our partnership with Doyon. Um, was to make sure that we had the opportunity through transportation tour product offerings to to make that happen in some of these other destinations. And that includes Whittier, right? Whittier is one of our development projects. We broke ground on that uh, a couple weeks ago. We're excited about it. Congratulations, by the way. One thing we have, thank you. One thing we haven't talked about as much is our investment down in Cloak on Prince of Wales Island. That's an exciting one for us because when you think about the fact that Prince of Wales was really a timber harvesting island right a lot of the economic foundation was built around that with the decline in timber harvesting you need to find something new you need to adjust and and look at new industries and and we're just excited to know that what we've done in Huna through Icy Strait Point can be done in a place like Klawak and there's a lot of diversity and experiences that I guess can have in Klawak so we're really excited about about that but back to Juneau 
it is a key component of every itinerary that comes through Alaska. And there's a lot of diversity here in Juneau, um, a lot of cultural representation here in Juneau, a lot of experience that can be happened, uh, that can happen here. And, and it is a gateway, right? It's a gateway to Southeast Alaska. And, and uh, we're really excited about incorporating that into our overall strategy for tourism. And so it sounds like a robust network for Southeast, but with Whittier, does that offer upper possibilities for more up north? It, it, it really does. Uh, you know, we've, we're doing Whittier through our partnership with Doyon. We're looking at new transportation avenues, tour products, and lodging components up in the interior of Alaska. Um, you know, when you think about the interior, I always joke with Mickey about this. When you think about the interior of Alaska, everybody talks about Denali, Denali, Denali. Yeah. And that is important. And you, you market Denali because that, that's what people come to see. But if you gave me the option to go to Denali or go to Kaktovik and see polar bears, I'm going to Kaktovik to see polar bears. You know, so you think about the Wrangell St. Elias. I mean, all of these different experiences out in western Alaska, up in the Yukon, uh, there's just so much more to see. And we think through our partnership with Doyon, uh, we're exploring some other partnerships as well uh, with other corporations up in that area that, that we can create some pretty unique and exciting experiences. I ask about that part because we, so we felt when tourism was gone here in Southeast, its presence is no question. But it seems like tourism is just emerging further up north. So that's why I was curious about the up north network you're developing. And, and it is. It's, it's absolutely critical because we don't have the infrastructure right now to support the growth that's coming. And that's where our focus is with, with our partners like Doyon, and, and we'll have others. And we expect to partner more with the state of Alaska with the Alaska Railroad on how we build out that infrastructure to to accommodate more guests and guest experiences. I think, Kevin, to your point, we've had lots of learnings at Icy Strait Point, and we're a very small community that serves a lot of guests and have seen the benefits of that. But there are many other communities around Alaska that are also underserved and are looking for a sustainable opportunity through tourism and using the Hunatota model that works very, very well and also the experience that we bring really makes a lot of sense for Alaska. Now, we have just enough time here to talk, to touch on this. We Since the cruise season is over, it, the Juno saw its last ship mid-October. How was it for Huna Totem? Great year. Record, record-breaking year for us at Huna Totem. Um, very, very challenging. I think we've seen the same challenges everybody else saw with, with staffing and, and infrastructure coming out of essentially two years of being shut down. And and you think about what we had in place. We just built out basically a second destination out at Icy Strait Point with our Wilderness Landing, new dock, the gondola system, new tours, and never really having the opportunity to, to get our arms around how that was going to work. Um, but we rolled right into a record-setting year, and, and our team did exceptionally well pulling it off. We had a lot of challenges, but but they made it through and, and a lot of learnings um, in, in preparation for next year. So we're really excited about the cruise season for next year. Oh, very good. Is there anything you, either of you would like to add? I would like to add, uh, you know, we have re- are really excited about this, uh, about this project. And today we're going to be at the chamber for lunch. So if you're out and about, uh, make sure you stop the chamber. We're going to share this project. And then also for the first Friday in December for, for the gallery walk, We'll be at the Crystal Saloon, and uh, we'll have a, a series of beautiful images, just uh, just like art, on uh, easels and canvases that you can come see uh, our vision for for the Auck Landing here in Juneau. All right. Well, thank you both for coming in this morning. Great. Thank you.